Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Sudeep Shaha. Hey, Sudeep, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Ben? I am very, very well. Now, Sudeep is an incredibly successful entrepreneur. We're going to talk about his incredible path with some of his businesses, most importantly, Future Markets Insights. He's a co-founder of Future Market Insights. He's also the COO of that company and has been part of a team that's grown that from just a handful of people to over 450 execs around the world. Future Market Insights, or also known as FMI, is an award-winning market research and consulting firm. They provide consultation to global enterprises across industries on achieving their business ambitions. We'll talk about how they approach those markets and really how they do what they do. But before we get there, Sudeep, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. So thanks, Ben. Thanks for the opportunity. It's a pleasure to speak with you in your podcast series. And uh, it is it's, it's, it has been an amazing eight years journey. So we started in 2014 and we are in 2022. Future Market Insights uh, is primarily focusing on three, th- three aspects. So one is uh, we are trying to solve problems, what enterprises face today. Second, we are trying to map what are the unmet needs that an enterprise need to uh, follow to become successful in today's competition. And third, we are working in those solutions which will make the world a better place to live in. So these are the three things at Future Market Insights is consulting our clients. In terms of client base, you take any name for them, the Fortune 500 companies, and I can assure you that Future Market Insights has worked with them in the last eight years. Uh, and uh, our, our uh, client base spans from across the industry. It starts from healthcare, it goes to food ingredient manufacturing, to chemicals, to IT, to telecom, to you take any name of the industry and we have our clients. So we have worked well, with more than five 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 thousand clients so far and that includes all the top-notch companies across the world whether it's a consulting company whether it's an university whether it's an enterprise what an amazing story Sudeep I mean what a breadth of activity but let me ask you a little bit more as an entrepreneur I mean growing a business from just a couple of people to really being a global player tell me about that whole pathway what's that been like so and thanks for this opportunity because it's a fantastic question that uh, it's all fancy from the outside that you are an entrepreneur, you are a, uh, uh, you are a business tycoon and all these terminologies which comes. But I can assure you that it's more than 120 plus, 120 plus hours of effort in a week. Yeah. So I wake up at morning 7 o'clock and I'm awake till 3 a.m. till my Los Angeles client sleeps. So that's the way how we work. And we are doing it continuously for eight hour, for eight years. And during the pandemic, I can assure you, we work more than this. And that's the truth of any entrepreneur. You need to work more than 120 hours. There is no nothing called work-life balance. It's work plus life. 
that's the win. So I, I love it. <laughs> that's, you know, Sudeep, I think that may be the most honest answer I've ever received to any entrepreneurial question. You know, I have one friend who's a successful entrepreneur in Los Angeles, and he says something similar, which is he says, the only variable that you have as the entrepreneur is time. And the more time you're working, the more time you'll win. And it drives people crazy when he says it, because, you know, certainly there's a huge discussion today about work-life balance and things like that. But it's my experience as well, that as an entrepreneur, you really have to work. You have to use that time. So there's no getting around it. So let me ask you a little bit more, Sudeep. You mentioned all the areas that Future Market Insights and FMI are working on. What are the major trends that you're seeing right now that businesses or your customers are gravitating to and really want advice on and how they move forward? Right. So I think uh, from the consulting industry perspective, Ben, the customers today wants three things. I'll be very specific. One is miniaturization of services. That means nobody wants to study 500 page detailed report on anything. So client wants quick, actionable insights. So I call it the miniaturization trade. So as our uh, as we have too many priorities in today's world, so all the business leaders or our customers are coming to us with quick solution and it should be short, crisp and to the point. So gone are the days when we, the consultant comes and gives you five hours presentation. Like to, in today's world, it is 15 minutes and you need to state that what is the solution. Second, uh, customers want alternatives today. So mm -hmm. you tell them that this is the success path, nobody will take it. You need to suggest them that there are three to four ways to to give a solution to the problem and customers will go and opt for the best one. And third one is uh, the real-time data. So gone are the days when a study will go for six months, eight months in market research or in consulting. Now the customer wants that every week the trends are changing. If British Prime Minister can change in 45 days, you can understand that how customers' priority will change. <laughs> so that is the way that we need to give real-time insights to the client. Clients yeah. do not want that insights captured six months back to be shared today. So they, yeah. do, they do want what has happened in the last week and they want their insights on that. So one is miniaturization as the attention span is getting shorter. Second is alternatives. They don't want one solution. They don't want three, four solution and they will adapt, which is feasible. And yeah. third is real-time data. I love that. I agree with it completely. It's always frustrating when I talk to insight companies that have very dated information and they work on these longer cycles because it just seems so irrelevant to where the opportunity exists today. And especially when we start to get into really competitive landscapes like omni-commerce and you know, retail and some of the ways that we have to kind of eke out efficiencies in the supply chain, you know, those little insights are the way you're going to win you know, and it's going to be the speed. So I can see how what your approach is absolutely critical. But Sudeep, I mean, we've been living through an interesting moment with this pandemic. And I know the pandemic hit India hard, for sure. And I'd just be curious to hear how you and your team, your leadership team, helped navigate through that period and what insights you have uh, for all of us on, on how best <laughs> to do it. <laughs> uh, 
I'll tell you, Ben. So pandemic is one of the, I told the pandemic time is one of the learning moments for all the entrepreneurs in India. Mm -hmm. So we relearned our entire curve. So how we relearn, I'll tell you first, as a entrepreneur, as a, as a market researcher, I have never experienced anything called work from home. So we first learned and adapt that how work from home can be feasible in such a data sensitive industry. Mm -hmm. So that is one thing we learned all. Second, how to manage people when you work from home. Because when you have a workforce of 450 plus, and as you know, India, India is a big country. Everybody's back to their native places. Somewhere it's raining, somewhere it's flooding, somewhere it is too hot, somewhere it is snow. So to take them on board and working through the through client's problem, Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, serving the clients has been a learning and amazing experience. I can tell you, I have transformed to be a better leader after pandemic. Yeah. And third is managing and recruiting and training workforce. Because we all believe with our heritage that, okay, uh, an intern should sit in front of me and I will tell him that, okay, these are the five tasks you need to complete. But in pandemic, we learn how to trust our employees. So that employer-employee relationship has completely evolved after the pandemic. So it's more trustworthy now. It's mm. more uh, uh, target-oriented now. And it's more uh, task-related now. That, okay, we are not going for nine hours working or eight hours working. We are going, okay, these are the five tasks you need to complete. You do it whether from Goa or from Pattaya or from anywhere in the world. So yeah. that is yeah. the way how we managed. In terms of managing the clients, I think... It's a very matured world. The clients in US, UK, they also got confident on us that, okay, we don't need to travel and meet every alternate months. We can have virtual calls. We can have virtual uh, interviews and we can manage through. So that is a defined moment and entire support from all of our clients. So I yeah. think, again, the client and uh, uh, company's relationship, that also evolved after the pandemic. And yeah. third is... Pandemic was a boom for our business because many companies were thinking that how to streamline their processes, how to source, how to better the supply chain with China having long, uh, this thing, uh, uh, lockdowns. So alternate hubs of uh, this thing, alternate hubs of procurement, alternate hubs of supply chain that actually emerged. So mm -hmm. in pandemics, uh, I am happy to tell you, Ben, that we actually grew more than 20% plus. That's great. So, so that was a very, very effective manner. And actually our operating cost also went down. So we understood that we don't need an office where we are spending a, 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 a couple of thousands of dollars every month. So yeah. it also helps us to uh, rationalize our operating expenses. So from a business, I think from management perspective, it was a complete new learning. And from mm -hmm. business objective, it was profitable. It was a growth opportunity. And it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So pandemic yeah. has taught us what we perhaps we never we could have never learned in our entire careers. I love those three key insights. And you know, in particular, I think the one that you highlighted, which is we moved away from being kind of hourly oriented or time tracking oriented to being task oriented. It's an absolutely critical change. And I agree. You know, when you find yourself now in these places, it does require a different mind space as a leader 
you know, when you talk to your team and they're on the beaches at Goa, I imagine, and you're like, oh my God, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? If the project gets done and the customers are happy, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Fantastic. So I so, think I think uh, more in the future, we'll see more trust between employer and employee. And one thing fantastic I'll tell you that the business, uh, I forgot to mention, that the business is now easy to be done. So previously what happened was for an Indian company to go to Europe and hire in UK, you need to have a physical office, you need to go there, you need to call them, train and all these things. Now it's easy because they are working from home, you don't need an office, you just recruit them, train them virtually, they are up and down. So to operate a multinational workforce, it's much easier after pandemic rather than before pandemic. Wow, that's great. I mean, let's talk about the future, though. I mean, here we are again in a moment, I think, that uh, requires many companies around the world to rethink how they do things because of economic recession or tightening around the world still. Tell me more about how you see the next, let's say, 12 to 18 months shaping up. See, uh, 12 to 18 months will, uh, for me personally, I believe that there will be no recession and nothing. Is just uh, more of a hype that people are doing. What happened is bent is that people actually got easy finance after during COVID. Mm -hmm. so all the government provided a lot of stimulus. So that money came into the system and yeah. companies tried their best to expand. Yeah. Now, when they tried to expand, somebody like us got success and many doesn't got success. Right. So basically what they're doing is it's a correction that they hired 5,000 plus workforce. They thought my revenue will go up. Now it has not gone up. So of course, correction will come. And that correction is coming right now in the market. It will be there for maybe one quarter, two quarters. And then, of course, it will go back to the spending. So I think this is more of a noise mm -hmm. rather than actuality. Because if you see uh, the US uh, employment data, so in the last few, last month only, US employment actually went up. So... Uh, so if the employment is going up, there is no question of uh, recession. It's just that people have hired over capacity and they're rationalizing it. Yeah. No, I think it's a good point. And the reality is that for your business in particular, I find that in times like this, customers do end up outsourcing more stuff. And certainly the types of projects that you'd be working on have to be done by third parties. So I think you're absolutely right. There's a big opportunity. Well, Sudeep, it's been great talking with you today. If someone wanted to learn more about what Future Market Insights is working on, where should they find you? So you can find me in LinkedIn, you can find me in Twitter, and you can find me in Instagram. So I'm there and I'm very, very active. Wonderful. Well, Sudeep, it's great talking with you. Uh, it's great to learn about future market insights and what you guys are working on. We've been speaking with Sudeep Shaha. He is the co-founder and COO of Future Market Insights. Future Market Insights is an award-winning market research and consulting firm. They provide consultation to global enterprises across industries on achieving their business ambitions. And we've been talking to Sudeep about 
really the progress of the business, how an entrepreneur grows a business from just being a handful of people, to hundreds of executives around the world, handling multinational business and really scaling. We've also been talking about some of the changes that the pandemic led to for consulting and advisory businesses, such as Future Market Insights. And I think some of the key things is the minutia, the micro decisions, the rapid pace of insights and data and how it gets implemented is more critical today than ever before. Sadeep, thank you so much for being on Uncaged and we look forward to having you back. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Pleasure. Cheers. Have a nice day. Bye.